Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast where myself, Katie, and my friend Stefan watch every episode of The Littlest Hobo and then talk about it. How you doing, Stefan? He's great. <laughs> Secretly, I'm all alone. I've been doing all the voices this whole time. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what happened if I didn't answer you. <laughs> There's panic in my eyes. There was concern there for a second. <laughs> What's going on? Did you got angina? <laughs> Honestly, it was me being like, did I miss saying something? No, no. no. <laughs> like, normally, Stefan does the intro, so I was like, uh. No, no, you did it better than I do. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's what stress and fear does. <laughs> <laughs> Perform well right, under pressure. Right. <laughs> All right, so this week we're talking about Season 2, Episode 2, Duddleman and the Diamond Ring. It aired September 25th, 1980, uh, and the synopsis is Hobo becomes acquainted with a bumbling pawnbroker named Duddleman. Yep. Da, da, da. <laughs> there you go. I think we've talked about this before, but these synopsises get like less and less as the oh, season's the shorter go on. And, shorter, and I'm yeah. pretty sure we get to a point where there's no synopsis. There's nothing. Yeah, we're just going to have to go on the title alone. <laughs> right. That could be fun. It could be. <laughs> we'll just have to guess. We could speculate, yeah, <laughs> right. as to what's going to happen. <laughs> How many wolves is the hobo going to fight this time? <laughs> right. Uh, that's great. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to dive right in. We yeah. got hobo. He's like strutting down a street. I kind of expected like Saturday Night Live type music to like. <laughs> At the Bee Gees <laughs> right. start. Cue it up. Because <laughs> he's literally just like sauntering down yep. this like city street. Little, little town. They're, they're in Toronto. They're def- yeah, yeah like, definitely on Toronto. Uh, oh yeah, because later on they're at the beaches. Yes. Uh, so yeah, he's just wandering around. Uh, there is a man who we find out is Mr. Duddleman. He's mm-hmm. like walking down the street. People know him. It's so friendly. This does not seem like the Toronto I know. No. Nope. <laughs> Granted, I don't live in Toronto, but like nobody's tried to hand him a flyer yet, right? Or, uh, uh, like the mailman knows his name and just like hands him his mail on the yeah, street. That's uh, service. The shop next door. The woman. Mrs. Myers is mm-hmm. like, hey, Duddleman, like, whatever. You still single? I was going to say, she wants him bad. <laughs> what is it with when there's an old woman and an old man character? The old woman has to be, like, so horny for the old man. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time I mean, in I Little Tobo. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> never, never it's happened It's just real before. life, Katie. Yeah, no, Ben Smith, the hobo, didn't, oh, like, have yeah. that woman. <laughs> and, like, the doc, Wander the too hosp- far away from that griddle. The kids' hospital with the the woman who was reading poetry yeah. and the other guy. The it's hobo like universe is just full of thirsty old women. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> it's an old man's paradise. It it must be yes. Yeah. Old men write this show, right? Yes, <laughs> definitely. Because <laughs> yeah, Duddleman, she's totally into him. Really, the only woman, old woman. No, Peggy's not old. Duddleman. You mean Eggy? <laughs> That's right, or Evie, or, or Evie, 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 whatever her name Whatever is. her name happened to be. <laughs> Woman who got hit by van. Yeah. I'm just a country boy, right? Fuck out! Oh, no. Did a great somersault <laughs> over that hood. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Duddleman, he gets his mail. He drops something on the ground. Uh, the hobo who is behind him notices and goes to pick it up. Uh, and Duddleman invites him into his pawn shop that he is opening up. I really, really wanted Duddleman to like see Hobo and then start running. <laughs> That'd be great. Or he gets in like twangy music and there's like it's another like, flashback. It's like Steven Spielberg's duel, but on foot between Duddleman and the Hobo. <laughs> that would be amazing. The whole episode is just that. Hour 40 long minute episode. <laughs> just a chase scene. Them trying to get up the hill. 
Trying to one up each like he's running out of fuel. <laughs> he's got to dodge to the side. The hobo goes off a cliff. <laughs> Is this where I admit I've never seen Duel? I know what it's about, but oh, I've no. never seen Duel's it. Duel's good. Duel's okay. good. It's Spielberg's first like right. Yeah, that was the one. Full that put out him on It's the... made for TV, I think originally. Um, I think, but anyways, it's the one before Jaws, and the sound that the truck makes as it falls off the cliff is the sound that the shark makes in Jaws when it blows up. Really? Except with an underwater filter on it. Because, yeah, Spielberg uh, was like, oh, Jaws will just be like duel in the ocean. It's like, no, no, yeah, Steven, mm-hmm. it's really, really and truly not. But no. he got that figured out. I think he, it turned out okay. I think he did fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. little I know of him. Think, yeah. I think he's all right. Du- duel's, duel's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's I think it's most fun because there's a woman who has like a bunch of rattlesnakes and stuff in cages. What? And the truck like drives through them and she starts like doing that old woman like flip out. <laughs> she's like, oh, my <laughs> snakes. Come back here. <laughs> Waving a cane around. Yeah, she's <laughs> like flipping out because this truck has like destroyed her cages full of like venomous animals. <laughs> I have so many questions. I love that old woman already. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty weird. Take a look at my snakes if you have time. That's amazing. Yeah. But, but alas, it doesn't happen. <laughs> no, no. Sadly, he just invites the hobo into his shop. Right. Uh, he offers him a Danish. He's offering him a cheese Danish. A cheese Danish. Yes. Um, yeah. do, do you know what he says about that Danish? It's I wrote it down. Fattening. <laughs> he said, so that's what he said. Fresh but fattening. I heard fresh but fancy. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? I had to play it like three times <laughs> to figure out. Why is the fancy a bad part? Right? I couldn't understand I don't it. want my food to look good. I was like, why is fresh but fancy? Like, what? <laughs> Anyways, he says fattening. Okay. <laughs> uh, and that's where he talks about, like, not going to stay slim this way, which leads to Hobo getting the nickname Slim. Slim. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it's fine. I think, it's mm. like more of a Western thing. <laughs> right. But... Uh, yeah, it does seem like he should be, like, walking down the street with spurs and, like... I don't know, whatever those things are. Yeah. Chaps. That's it. <laughs> Leather chaps for a dog. <laughs> the little cowboy hat. Just at a slight angle. Right, a little bandana. Yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> I hope Hobo ends up at one of those like Western like recreated villages or something. I can almost guarantee. If you, if you think of something ridiculous... <laughs> it's gonna happen it's gonna happen (laughs) yeah well this episode is pretty ridiculous so yep uh anyways yes so he hobos in the pawn shop duddleman is like getting it all ready to open uh a van like a hippie van oh man party van number (laughs) one shows up (laughs) and this thing (sighs) is rocking so it's a ford ev series Mm -hmm. from like 78 79 it's the econoline ford It's gray, I think. Gray with like a blue painted ribbon all the way around it. So strange. It's incredible. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful It's shag thing. carpet on the inside. We're going to find out. <laughs> yes. It's uh, it's just everything you want from a 70s van. Everything and, and more. Yeah. And of course, these uh, two young, this young couple gets mm-hmm. out and uh, head into the store. Yes. Uh, they have a bunch of money with them. 150 bucks. 150 bucks. They hand it over cuz they want to get the wedding ring that they had to pawn back 6 months ago. 6 months ago they brought this wedding ring in and pawned it. Uh, now they want it back. They have their slip. Yep. They're like they hand it over. Uh, Dettelman is like, okay, cool. He goes to his little like drawer. He's got him alphabetical. Yeah. So he looks under M. M. He's, and he's, it's not there. No. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, must have sold must it. Must have sold it. Uh, it's been six months. I yep. didn't know if you were coming back. I don't entirely know how pawn shops work. But six like, months is a long time. Right? I feel like at that point, 
they're allowed to sell it. I think most is three months. Mm-hmm. So you usually get like 72 days or something or 80 days, at which point they can put it out on the floor. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if it's going to be longer, what you can do is start to like start to put money on it. Yeah. So if it's like, oh, in three months, you know, we're going to have to put your ring out. Then you show up at like two months with like 50 bucks and you're like, here, just like a guarantee yeah and then they reset it to another three months or whatever so that's my understanding as someone who knows someone who (laughs) works at a a pawn store okay um six months is long enough that that ring should have been out on the floor or out for sale in a case somewhere like it's not a terrible thing that he would have tried to sell it at that point no 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 uh but steve the man in the couple steve holy crap steve, steve is pissed he is so mad yep. he goes on a rampage he runs around the counter mm. and like is just tearing through things he opens up the jewelry case which has an alarm that gets tripped <laughs> yep. uh, and then he runs and grabs he may he says a lot of things well he yeah so he, he <laughs> rips through the jewelry case okay. yeah. he tries to open the door which sets off the alarm yeah and then donaldman goes oh no now the police will be here it's terrible <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> oh my goodness, now the police will be here. This is terrible. Yeah, Duttleman talks very weirdly in this whole episode. Yes. He says strange things. Normal words, strangely. That's what he yeah. does. But Steve is also strange because he's yes. like, then he threatens to take something of Duttleman's. Yes. And he grabs, which I find out later is not a tuba. but It, well, it is tech, it, kind of. It's a sousaphone. <laughs> sousaphone. So sousaphone I had to look up. Did you look up a sousaphone? I just looked up what it, like, a, yeah. A sousaphone mm, is a tuba. tuba. It just has an extra ring so that marching bands can wear it. Yes. It sounds exactly the same as a tuba. It works exactly <laughs> the same as a tuba. Yeah. It's just like five feet longer because there's another brass tube Wrap that you can put around your chest or waist and wear it. So. Yeah. It is It is a, just a bigger tuba. <laughs> so that is what Steve grabs. Did you ever watch Freaks and Geeks? No. Uh, there's a tuba girl in that show, and it was immediately what my mind went to. So just Google tuba girl. Tuba girl? Geeks. Yes. She's actually a great character, and I love her. Um, <laughs> the best part is, while this is going on, there's tuba music playing. Yes. And I thought that Steve was playing the sousaphone as he was leaping. Like he had been part of the marching band, yeah. and that's he why he grabbed it. He very specifically grabs it. It's like this. I know how to do this. This, this is what I he need. Puts it on on his way out. He's like, like playing his way out. That would have been amazing. <laughs> why didn't they do that? I, d- I am also curious about why the sousaphone was chosen as like in the writers. Why did they choose? I don't know. In the pawn shop, the sousaphone. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So, Duttleman tries to get his sousaphone back. There's a whole tug of war. They end up outside. Yes. Uh, and Duttleman ends up getting in, in the, van the van with the couple. In Did you notice how many people were watching on the street? Yeah, there lots. There was a huge crowd, yeah. and they all just watched this man get pulled into a van. Yes. <laughs> no one intervenes. Nope. This is the Toronto, I know. Yes, this is the <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> no. Like, no. Hey, that guy's getting kidnapped. Right? Cool. If they had cell phones at the time, they'd all they be all, out. Right? Yep. Like... No one does anything nope. to help this poor old man being abused by this young couple. But anyways, <laughs> uh, so they're in the van. Uh, the alarm has gone off, so the cops are coming. Steve is getting really mad. Well, Ho- oh, Hobo has jumped through the window of the van. Yes, as he does. Before they leave. Yeah, he gets uh, in there with Duttleman. Yes. Um, yeah, the police show up, and they're like, what's happening? 
She's like, there's been a robbery <laughs> or a kidnapping. And yeah. he's like, what did they take? And she's like, they took okay. Mr. Duttleman. Yeah, because she says robbery, not kidnapping. Oh, robbery, yeah. He's an object, not he, a person. Not a person. Oh, wait, go. <laughs> uh, so we cut to uh, Steve, who's driving like a giant maniac yeah, through you, the streets of Toronto. You know what helps with a successful kidnapping slash robbery? Driving like a dick. I was, I was like, great way to remain undetected there. That's right. <laughs> like even cops who don't know that you've stolen a person. Yeah, are, are gonna, gonna pull gonna, you over. Right? Are so gonna be like, people off. Ugh. Like he was driving on the wrong side of the road at one yep. point. <laughs> like just crazy. And this whole thing is set to jaunty piano music. Yes. Just like very happy. Like, yeah. Very weird. Uh, and then Steve pulls into a dead end and goes oh no it's a dead end as if he yeah, didn't see the dead end it was not a hidden dead end steve well you dumbass he turns on the radio though oh that's true so yes they turn on the radio and like it's been maybe a minute Mi- since tuttleman's yes. caught in the van and they have they've already pl- broken it wide open the announcers are <laughs> like we're we're reporting on a kidnapping it's from yeah. here there was a 18-year-old boy yeah. and a 17-year-old girl. He was wearing a red jacket. She was has auburn, auburn hair. hair. And they're both like, God damn, like, it's <laughs> not even been a minute. Right? Like, Jesus, they're, they're so, so fast. fast. Um, they also say it's off of Mortimer, which is in Toronto. No, no. Yes. So Very clearly, we're just, we're in we're, Canada. We've given up. We're yeah. explicitly, we're in, <laughs> in Canada. Canada. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, there's that whole police broadcast. Once again, we have people who are in a situation where... Sure, they did something not great, but if they just talked to the cops, yes, sort it all out. Well, Steve doesn't want to because he has a line where he says, they're doing it to me again. I know. Later on, I wrote something down about what have these two done before? Yeah. Like, I don't I think it's just him. Okay. Yeah. But I want to know what it is because yeah. if he's 18, yeah. we're assuming the radio announcer is being accurate. Yeah. Like, He's around there. He's, yeah. He went to juvenile. Did he like, what did he, what did he do <laughs> that he has such a bias against the police? Right. right? He is so against going to like talk to Cause them. Because I, I would think that like, even like there's people out there who are like, I hate the police. They're stupid. You know, all they do yeah. is give you tickets or whatever. But like at the end of the day, those same people are the ones who like will call the cops if something's gone wrong. Like for right? the smallest thing. Yes. yes. Or, or just in general, just, like yeah. report it and be done with it. Right. Yeah. Steve though, not Steve. No. Mm-mm. Steve's response is to drive real fast on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> yeah, it's to get away now. <laughs> and then blame the police because he kidnapped a man? I know. Their whole dynamic is so strange. <laughs> it's it's strange. Uh, so, yes, the whole radio thing happens. So they decide they're going to, like, pull off somewhere and get out of the van. Nice and secluded. Nice and secluded. The beaches. The beach. <laughs> full of people. <laughs> right? People are literally just wandering back and forth in the background. Yeah. Like, the whole time. Three people, a dog, and a sousaphone. And, like, even in the 80s, I feel like people would have those little radios at the beach, you know? Yeah. Like, they'd be listening. They'd hear. There's definitely a radio or somewhere. Or they've pulled up in their car, and they've been listening to the radio on their way to the beach. And they're like, hey, there's a gray van. <laughs> Look, oh, there's a guy with a sousaphone. <laughs> kind of stands out. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, I have questions. Uh, so, they pull out Mr. Duttleman. Uh, they think he has their $150. Yes. And they want it back. Yes. So he pulls out everything in his pockets. Yes. His keys, his wallet. He's got some change. He's like, I do not have your money. Like, I don't have it. <laughs> uh, and he puts it on a bench. Mm-hmm. They have a little chat. While they're chatting, Hobo runs over, grabs the keys, does his little stealing thing, yep. and takes off. <laughs> he runs. <laughs> and they're all like, what is the dog doing? 
<laughs> I gotta say, Duddleman's taking everything very well. He's taking it so well. We find out a little later why, but like, yeah. he's so calm and he's just like, mm hmm. Yep, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've been kidnapped. Continue. Here's everything in my pockets. He has ample opportunities to run away. Absolutely. Does not take them. Nope. <laughs> so Hobo runs back to the store, and I was wondering how long did it take him to get back to the store? I mean, they didn't drive for that long, but they drove long enough. It's tough to say. And the hobo is running. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, he ends up back at the store. The alarm is still going off. The door is locked. Uh, so he goes to the dress shop next door. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Myers is. Yes. Pause at it. They're like, oh, the dog. Yeah. Uh, so she's there with the police officer. Uh, he sees the keys. He decides he's going to let himself into the pawn shop so he can turn off the alarm. Hobo clearly wants in the pawn shop because he knows the $150 is there. Yes. But he, Mrs. Myers... <laughs> manages to hold him back which is weird considering this is a dog who stopped two grown ass adults yeah. from opening a door <laughs> she literally just puts her hands on him and is like nope you're not going in there <laughs> that's right and he does not and also she doesn't like she knows that the the dog is with mr Donnellman because yeah. she saw the dog go in the van like yeah. she doesn't ask the dog to like lead them to mr Donnellman or no, none of that no no just don't go in there yeah uh so the cop lets himself in turns off the alarm blah 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 we cut back to Donnellman uh and uh, this is where i wrote like seriously man just like run away he's like sitting on a bench <laughs> like <laughs> well, <laughs> hold on before you before we go back to the beach okay we're at the pawn store dog get, hobo can't get in yep um then even after the cop leaves, the hobo still can't open the door, yes. even though he's proven oh, yes. he can open the door many, pull, many times. He can open pull doors. But there's a great bit right before the commercial break where Mrs. Myers is like petting the hobo, and she's like, "Oh, there's nothing for you in there, nothing for you." And then just before the commercial break, she's petting him. She's like, "Nothing for you. Nothing for you." And then it fades out, and I'm like, "What is happening?" <laughs> That's so creepy. <laughs> How did I miss that? I'll put a clip in. It's just like such a strange, like pitying, weird thing to say what? right before the break. That is such a strange, yep. Um, she also does say those hippie yippies, they ought oh, to be put does. in jail. Yes, she's very against them. Yes. Yes. She hates hippies. Not. She has the sign in her window that says, no long hair. Yeah, long-haired <laughs> freaky people. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> right. To the beach. <laughs> All right, so yes, to the beach where he's sitting alone on a bench. Yes. Could leave at any point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Could go for a swim. Right? Just have have a day off. Play hooky. Yeah. Uh, Rosemary, the girl, uh, wanders over and basically tells him, you can leave. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're we, already yeah, trouble. Yeah, you're free to go, Please Mr. Just, Gentleman. just go. And this is where we find out he doesn't want to leave. Yeah, he's having a ball. He's, like, his life, this is the most exciting thing that's happened to him in years. Yep. <laughs> he's, like, on board. <laughs> yeah, he's very on board. <laughs> yeah, he's at one point he says he's adopted these kids. Yes, Steve and Rosemary. Yeah. Uh, he starts offering them advice on how they can get away. I love it. He's, yeah, he says, <laughs> "I think we ought to ditch the van and check into a hotel." <laughs> right, and he offers to steal this like yeah. little orange sports car. Yeah, he's like sitting nearby. I want to be a part of the gang. <laughs> yeah, I'll go steal that car for you. Right, and they're like, "No, no, <laughs> like, yeah. don't do that, man." Yeah, and Steve's like, "The sousaphone stays." <laughs> yeah. But you get the hell out of here, man. Like <laughs> so into the sousaphone. I'm keeping your sousaphone. <laughs> yeah. But you need to leave. We don't want you as part of our yeah. gang. Duddleman's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, too late. I'm, I'm with I'm you. In. I'm here forever. <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> uh, he also has the line that he's like, Steve calls him crazy. 
Oh, and yes. Gentleman's like, eccentric, maybe. I'm too dull to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, nah, you're, you're pretty crazy. You're pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're pretty crazy. <laughs> right? Uh, so we cut back to Hobo at the pawn shop. He needs to get inside. Mm-hmm. It's already established he can't open the door for some reason. For some reason. Yeah. Uh, but conveniently, as in all Toronto buildings, <laughs> there is a window that opens street level. Well, no, it's not street level, but there's boxes that he can hop on i'm surprised it wasn't street level (laughs) because if i know anything about toronto (laughs) from watching the littlest hobo street level windows that open just flap open (laughs) yeah because it just everywhere and dudleman had opened it earlier yes the hobo just literally like trots in jumps into the thing grabs the money he yeah. gets out somehow. Yes. I, I, Not sure how he got back out the window, but... Superpower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we cut back to Duddleman, mm-hmm. Uh And Rosemary has had it with Steve. She's yeah. like, me and D- Mr. D, that's what I started calling him, Duddleman. Yeah. So much to type, uh, are going to go. <laughs> We're going to leave Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you go do what you need to do. Steve, Steve gets angry. He does. And he threatens to get mad and do something he might regret. <laughs> And I'm like, what are you going to do, Steve? There's no more sousaphones for you to steal. <laughs> this is a beach, Steve. <laughs> right. Somebody has a guitar. He's going to go steal that guitar. Oh, I think he's only in it for the sousaphones. <laughs> you know, like the brass instruments. He's a sousaphone maniac. <laughs> he's got to have that sous. <laughs> he's a sous man. I'm trying to think of like some famous like tuba player, and I'm like, I there, got there are none. I was like, anyone? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I can barely think of any songs that have tubas in them. Nope. Can't think like of anything. Just a bunch of classical. Yeah, right. And the saints go marching in is often played on the tuba. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's it. So, That's what I got. Uh, I'm sorry if you like the tuba. Just yeah. <laughs> very talented if you can play it. Absolutely. <laughs> just a weird instrument. Uh, so Mr. D is still having a great time. He's yeah. still loving life. He's like, yeah, let's go. Like, <laughs> Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. It's you and me, baby. Yeah. Picked up a young 17-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show Mrs. Myers. <laughs> Just Dettleman's still got it. <laughs> oh, I don't like the way this turns. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, Rosemary. This is an old man's dream. <laughs> yeah. This whole, this whole series. I'm, I'm surprised it didn't turn into that, though. <laughs> yeah. Now they tiptoe around. It's they good. Do. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Hobo's back on the street. He's got the $150 and the like slip or whatever. In his mouth. Uh, in his mouth. He's pulling a willy. Yeah, he's running down the road. Flaunting it. I wrote, why is nobody robbing this dog? <laughs> and then. And then two creepos in another van. In a big old Ford van. Just the Ford van. The Ford van. country, baby. <laughs> the van of pedophiles Econ- and creepy people. Econo lines everywhere. <laughs> uh, they spot the hobo with the money in the mouth and they're yes. like, all right. Well, that's because the hobo comes right up to their window. He does. He, like, looks in. He's like, sup? (laughs) Check out my bills. See ya. (laughs) He's taunting them. Yeah. You want want it? You want this? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come get it. Because they go after him, and he very easily outsmarts them. He goes, they go after him. So, like, one guy gets out of the van. He runs. And runs on foot. He runs down the street. Well, the best part is he leaves the passenger door open. (laughs) So, the actor, it's not even the character, the actor who's driving starts the van and starts driving and looks over and realizes the passenger door is still flat. It yeah. open, and that's where they cut because I'm pretty sure he was like, "Oh my god!" And they had to like the cut brakes. the <laughs> They had to cut the shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so strange. Yeah, the man gets out and runs down the street as the van chases the dog, and of yes. course the van gets there first. Yes, and the runner like runs Pants up like up. a minute yeah. later, already exhausted. 
Yeah. These are the worst criminals ever. They are. They're pretty bad. <laughs> because then the, there's a car that's parked. Yeah. The hobo runs behind it. Yes. They each go on either side, come to the other side and go, oh, no, the dog's disappeared. He must have run down the alleyway. Yeah. And they go, hey, l- listen, at least they didn't butt heads <laughs> as they came true. around. <laughs> that's true. They got that on that other couple. <laughs> but like, I just w- I would like to say that it, this must have been really fun to act like these two guys play like the dumb robbers. Yeah. It looks like it's so much fun to act. The one guy's really big too. Did you yeah. notice he's just jacked? Like he is like tall and, and like, like big. He could break you in half. Oh, easily. But he's having a ball. <laughs> he's just, yeah. You can tell. They're just like, this is so cool. <laughs> like we're in a show. Yep. We're like being filmed. We're running down streets. 30 years from now, we're going to be on this website <laughs> called IMTP. Right. People are going to talk about us on this thing called a podcast. Oh, it's going to be incredible. <laughs> it's amazing. And he's like, yeah, he's big and he's dressed like Steve Irwin. Yeah. Like he's like, Got the tan thing going on, cargo yeah. shorts and like a tan, like a polo, button up. Yeah. yeah, button up. That guy's cool. I want to know more about him. I do want. Let's follow him. I want What's to know how story? his life decisions, how things are going. <laughs> how many sousaphones has he stolen? How did life lead you to jumping out of a car to chase down <laughs> chase a dog? down a do- straight dog with one hundred and fifty dollars in his mouth? Yeah. What's life? Yep. <laughs> so yeah, hobo outsmarts them because clearly he's hiding under the car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we cut back to Steve just wants to leave the city they're all in the van together again yeah driving away cop spots the van starts to chase them yes we get the world's longest car chase scene super boring so boring it's not like the baby driver scene that we had before nope. it's just constant like van corner van cop car corner. corner yeah van corner Cop car corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. You know how hard it is to do a high speed chase <laughs> in an Econoline? <laughs> Imagine it's tough. Those things roll. <laughs> That's true. Can't take those. You can't. No handbrake turns. <laughs> no, there's no handbrake. <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's very long and very boring. I wrote, this is going on forever in my notes. Um, the uh, one cool thing they did, though, is that they have like a theme they've been using throughout the episode. Yes. And when the chasing is going on, they actually use the same theme, but with an orchestra, <laughs> which I was like, that's pretty cool. I will say in these last two episodes, they've changed the music. Yes. And I am so grateful. You won't be in about 20 episodes. Probably not. we'll have heard the same tracks. We will. Over and over again. But for right now, so happy. It's good. It's good. New music. I'm on board. Yeah. Uh so Mr. D is like in the back of the van and he's trying, they're all trying to get Steve to stop because he is like. Well, he's the worst kind of like backseat driver because he's <laughs> just shouting, stop, stop, slow, slow down. Slow down slow. Uh, yes. So he, then his go-to is to start faking angina. I got bronchitis. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reoccurring theme. Yeah. He starts making weird noises and he asks for some water. Yeah. Uh, and Rosemary finally convinces Steve to pull over in the middle of their chase. Yeah, I think they've lost they've the lost cop. They've lost the cop. Somehow a Ford <laughs> E-Series yeah. van lost, lost a police interceptor. Yeah. <laughs> Worst officer ever. Uh, yeah, or best van driver. You don't right? know. That's true. Um, she convinces them to pull over so that she can go into a Kentucky Fried Chicken. A KFC, yep. And buy some water. <laughs> it's the nicest KFC. It's it is. Fancy. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> right? Uh, so while she's in there... The cop finds the van and pulls up. Steve gets out and starts to run. 
Right. And she comes out and tells him, don't run, Steve. And there's a real struggle. You can see some internal struggle yeah, in Steve. Yeah, Steve is like, I want to run. I want to run so bad. Like, <laughs> like he's had a, some, something has happened yeah, in this, this kid's definitely. life. Definitely. Um, but he chooses not to run. Mr. D comes out and is trying to convince the cops that, like, it's all a big misunderstanding. Yeah. Kids didn't do anything wrong. Like, he is so on their side. Yeah. He has just embraced these two <laughs> like his own. I think he's embraced one of them a little more than the other. <laughs> I definitely think so. Yep. Uh, but it's no, like, the cop's like, nope. Yeah. Like, the cop doesn't put handcuffs on Steve. He just puts him in the back of the car. Right? He even says no handcuffs. Yeah. I thought that was an odd thing. Yeah. I, and it, the whole thing is weird because, like, they definitely have every right to arrest him. Yeah. And Donovan is like, they haven't done anything wrong. And I'm like, well, he resisted arrest when he fled. Uh, yes. You know, they fled the scene of a crime. And they endangered lives by street racing. I like, say, I'm pretty sure they broke like a hundred traffic laws. Yeah, and so, theft because yes. they stole a sousaphone. <laughs> that sousaphone left the building without being paid so for. You got like four crimes right there. I'm sure there's more you could come up with. They, they probably should arrest this guy. Yeah, at least take him to the station and have a chat. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Has to happen. Yeah. Uh, so then we get the weirdest scene of like. The money, Hobo shows up with the, he jumps on the cop car yeah. to stop him from leaving. How are, okay, my question is, <laughs> yes. how are those, like that's $150 in 20s and 10s, yeah. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. How is it not just a green mush by now? The Hobo's been drooling all Cons- over. And running, right? Like, yeah. So like that should just be a the big grossest. blob of like ink Ugh. and pulp paper. Just, and like gross, like our money's plastic now, but yes. like. It was just cotton then. Yeah. Like, well, that's American money too that he has in his mouth. Which is also strange because they're clearly not clearly, in America. Clearly, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's yeah. the green American yeah, money, just right? The grossest stuff well, normally. Yeah. So, yeah. And so he jumps on the cop car very dramatically. Leaps onto the windshield. Leaps on there to stop them uh, to show that he has the money in the slip, which somehow makes everything better. Yeah. Because then they're in the shop. Yes. And they're looking at it. And Duttleman realizes that he's an idiot. Yes. And that, that, what is it, the, he thought it was an M, but it was a W. It's a W. How did Steve not know this? Right. Because, like, clearly Duttleman in the first bit was like, M, 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 M. And he, like, looks through the M drawer. Yeah. How did Rosemary and Steve not, like, they have that slip. Surely they looked at it numerous times. And I would assume that Duttleman's whole thing is, like, last name. Yeah, You'd probably. If it's not under R for ring or D for diamond, yeah, he probably sorts it by last name. Last so name. M or W. Yeah, so it's probably Steve's last name. <laughs> Nobody, no, at no point caught this. Nope. And how, like, you get bad eyesight, but like a W for an M. Yeah. Yeah, it seems a little suspicious. Slip definitely has like a, a one way up kind of thing, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Everything else would be upside down. <laughs> So I'm very confused by this ending scene. But anyways, the ring is there. They find it, hand it back over. Yeah. Rosemary and Steve are happy. Everyone's happy. Uh, and that is pretty much the end of the episode. Hobo takes off. He's done his his duty. Yes, they do <laughs> one nice close-up on the hobo with yeah. some soft lighting, yeah. which they also, I forgot to mention, did in the previous episode as well, <laughs> yes. which I think is the new handsome shots. dog thing. <laughs> yeah. is instead of saying, oh, what a handsome dog, they're just going to do three seconds of like glorious, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful <laughs> yeah. permed hobo. <laughs> just, he's been groomed within an inch of his life. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. and then, yeah, he takes off down the street. <laughs> and then he leaves. And that is 
Duttleman and the Diamond Ring. Yep. What did you think? It was fun. Yeah. I like this episode. It was funny. Yeah. I love the sousaphone. <laughs> it's just the stupidest thing. So dumb. Duttleman is such a weird character. He, like he's But not in a way that I hated. No, but he's just weird. His just, delivery's weird. His yeah. facial expression. he does a lot of like those that like delivers a line and then swallows afterward yeah. delivery where he's like he looks like a nervous bird all the time. Like <laughs> Yeah. I like that he was on board with this kidnapping. Yeah, he switches so quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm in. Yep, he's just having a ball. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was a fun episode. Kind of wish they'd started the season with this episode, mm. as opposed to the balloonist. Yeah, it would have been a little, a little faster, a pace. little high, more energy. Yep. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so your hobo harm zero. Yeah, zero. He didn't Same. do anything. He jumped on that cop car. Woo. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Ran down the street a lot. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, what about your hobo fight? I have Steve in the Econoline versus Nick <laughs> from the Last Job in ah, his taxi cab. I love it. Nick will clearly win. I think Nick will win, but I don't know. I Apparently would enjoy he's real good in that Econoline. <laughs> say Steve has some has some moves. Maybe if it's like it's like a twisted metal race or like you mm. know like. Those yeah. those video game destruct like a destruction derby, <laughs> but also a race. Yeah. So like, because the Econoline is bigger than the taxi, oh, it can take out a lot of things. So it's it's gonna be like speed and skill versus like skill <laughs> and the size of a vehicle. <laughs> I yeah, I like that fight. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm in. I'm in for that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, mine was Steve and Rosemary versus our Romeo and Julio couple, oh, Chester and Benny. <laughs> Uh, Steve and, and Rosemary are way better couples. I just I was gonna say I just want to see them like trash Chester <laughs> oh, yeah. and Penny. <laughs> so that's my hobo fight. Cool, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say about this episode? No, it's good. Yeah, it's a it's a great episode. It's fun. It's quick. It doesn't get stale. Um, Donaldman's a blast. Yep. Everyone's good. Yeah. This was yes. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so what do we got going on next week? Okay, so next episode is called Guinea Pig. <laughs> and the synopsis is Poison, Water, and Dangers in Animal Research Institute. This leaves out a very critical fact. <laughs> yeah. We've seen this episode, and <laughs> I'm very excited to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the synopsis is they're getting, they're getting shorter. <laughs> yeah, definitely shorter and shorter. And, uh, yep, something very significant was left out of that one. And, yep. Uh, yep, so we will be talking about that next week. Perfect. Okay, <laughs> well, until we meet again, hop on that train, fellow hobos, and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. And I'm Katie. Take care. <laughs> Bye.